Moncrief on News Talk. It's time for So You Think You're an Adult. Uh, we we are joined once again by Sophie White and surprisingly someone who's just popped her cherry, uh, Amanda Brunker. Uh, but that was in a comedy sense. I, I meant go. that. Yes. Uh, um, uh, uh, when you had, like you did a gig in Whelan's, but you had done a gig in Cork already? Yeah, no, I, I I did an award. I was hosting an awards thing. Ah, in right, Cork. okay, was, yeah, yeah. Sorry, just for listeners, we were actually talking before we came. Yes, there. yeah, <laughs> no, they, they're used to that. Yeah, so apologies <laughs> for the just arriving in mid sentence. But yeah, no, I actually I tried stand up for the first time on Monday, mm. and uh, the way I I'd been putting it off for years. I, I wanted to try for years, and then I just said. Feck it, give it a go, and yeah. it went quite well actually. So okay, good. Yeah. Are you a party mouthed comic? I don't like believe. Even though I curse an awful lot in real life, mm. I don't like cursing. You know, to other people or yeah. or in print. Whenever I'm writing anything, I don't like putting curse words in in print. I think they're very aggressive when they're yeah. they're kind of in 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 kind of typed out. But um rude maybe, but you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it a potty mouth. Yeah. No, that's what I meant like cuz some people it sometimes you hear comics and they use the f word so no, much it's it's don't it, like you that. don't hear anything else after no, a while. No, don't like that yeah. cuz I don't actually think that's funny. Yeah. I feel like they're leaning on it a bit. Yeah. Did you ever do stand up shows? No. Did you not? No. I thought you did. No, you everybody hosted. everybody because I did a, a couple of programs show. because on, of the gondolas, on, on, yeah, mm. that everyone assumes I have. And in fact, I've I've met people who've said, "Oh, who had arguments with me <laughs> uh, that they have seen me do stand up." Loved uh, that gig. Yeah, I loved that. <laughs> and there you go. Yeah, but I wasn't there, so you were um, just somewhere standing up. Yeah, that's it. Well, I suppose because yourself and Dara Breen were the anchors, yeah. and because Dara will be quite well known for doing stand up, I just. People made that assumption. Of yeah. course, yeah. No, it's a natural. Uh, it's a natural assumption. Well. well, the great thing is you're making more money than him now. So, uh, Brian, oh yeah, <laughs> dwarfing his salary. Uh, in fact, he texts me occasionally for a loan, and I say, "No, feck off." Uh, Where did he end up? I wonder. I don't know. Yeah, I think that he's poor guy. working in a cafe someplace or something like that. Uh, right. Anyway, here's your uh, here's your first question. During COVID, I started dating a girl from South Africa. We really hit it off. And I've been in a relationship for the last year and a bit. At the start, it was very exciting. And our differences in culture was something we would talk about for hours on end. It was really interesting to hear about her world, which was so different to mine. However, as time has moved on, I feel there are some cultural differences setting in and it's putting a strain on the relationship. She talks about events, news stories and traditions from South Africa that I've no idea about. Also, in from what I can gather, in South Africa, relationship dynamics can be a bit different. For me, I've tried to bring her to GAA games, trad sessions and other bits, and I can tell she's not enjoying it. I knew this was going to cause some issues, and I love her and her personality, but sometimes I feel there are aspects about each other we will never get. Do you think this is cause for concern? There are aspects of my husband that I will never get and we're nearly 20 years together and it's keeping it spicy. Like, why why golf? What are you doing, mate? (laughs) Um, But, you know, I, yeah, it's, to be honest, I kind of keep coming back to the fact that he or she says that he loves her and like, really, I suppose, Mm, yeah, you know, if that's kind of, if that matters to you, then I would say, keep on, oh, I'd say, plugging away, but I won't say that. Yeah. 
Phew. I was a near miss. Near miss. Uh, if he brought me to GAA, ga- GAA games and like, you know, trial I'd sessions all the time, I'd be bored stupid as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously he's trying to introduce her to the to the our culture and that's lovely. Mm. But, you know, maybe find a middle ground. And to be honest, I don't have any interest. This, wo- this woman lives here, I assume. There isn't some sort of South African <laughs> ghetto where people can't leave. Uh, and they don't get, you know, the radio or TV or anything. So she must, she's already is. But like Sophie, I'm with my husband almost 20 years, which is tragic when you say it out loud, actually. But we have very little in common. Like, I let him get on and do his stuff. And, you know, like the gig on Monday, like he didn't come and watch me. He's like yeah. zero interest in that. Mm. And he just goes, you know, you do your thing and I do my thing. And we kind of occasionally meet on the couch or, you know, in the bed and, you yeah. know, and we're happy out. And I think I think a relationship works when you have common kind of common sense together and, and com- morals and I, I, mm. ideals. Mm. They don't have to be necessarily hobbies. So, you know, try not sweat it so much. Yeah, I think where it gets really naughty is if like two people have really different outlook on some of the kind of real basics, like kind of like child rearing or, you know, that kind of way. Like, I think mm. that's yeah. where like it genuinely comes a legitimate, <laughs> yeah. you know, po- well, world politics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, um, keep it more basic than that. Yeah, or flat earther versus, you know, yeah. glober as yeah. uh, flat earthers call uh, people who believe the earth is round. Um, who are you they? Who are they? Didn't know that. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think if like your guys are, it seems still like there's just a bit of an like out of stepness when it comes to these kind of like not too serious elements. Mm. Like you can't enjoy a good GAA game with each other. Ah, come on, like live. who wants to be like? I mean, I I have I have to go watch sport because I have children. I'm not going to go to a sporting event unless I have somebody competing in it. Like, I mean, I'm at that stage in my life, like life is too short for for wasting time and doing other things. But that doesn't mean he can still do that with his friends or on his Toblerone. Like it doesn't need to be. So try not put too much pressure on yourself. You don't actually Mm. have to have, like we're testament to, you don't actually have to have too much in common with your partner. Totally. And like the amount of couples I know where people are from different places and like it's a strong relationship. It doesn't, you know, mm. have to impact negatively at all. It can make it really fun, make it like, you know, enriches the relationship. That's the problem though, I think. The I dynamic think the problem is, is he wants her to become, you know, totally padified. Yes. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Which he, is... <laughs> he, he wants her to kind of forget your South African stuff. You're here now with me. You know, we're off to Croke Park. Which is tragic because that's yeah. not going to work. And yeah. you should have got somebody who was from, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> somebody a bit more yeah, local. She's from <laughs> South County Dublin. Yeah. She knows of nowhere else in the country. <laughs> you know, and yeah. No, but I, I, I don't know where they're from. There's no point in me saying Mayo. And of course, I, yeah. I, I can't just say that everybody from yeah. Mayo likes GAA because, you know, I don't want to tar everybody with the same brush. But all I'm saying is you should have gone local if that's what you want to do and you wanted that partner to just slip into your world. But that's a real male thing though, isn't it? You know, okay, come on and now we do everything that I like to do. Sure, sure. But I do kind of think this is like a person who like is just encountering some stuff in a romantic relationship that they're unfamiliar with and like are worried that they're kind of deal breaker stuff. And like, I definitely think absolutely not. And yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Know, especially like if it just comes to the kind of big questions of life and relationships, you know, that's where you've got to like really like talk if, things if, through. If but it had been her, if she'd written into us and said, this fella keeps ringing me to trad sessions. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. 
would we be kind of edging towards? I go on. Don't. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life's too short, love. Yeah. Okay. Get out quick. Yeah, I noticed your phone buzzed at exactly the same time my phone I buzzed. I just checked it and it yeah. was on silent. How yeah. dare you? No, but I just heard it. No, but I just, I got a, a text. I was just offered a job. I'm the oh. HR of M2 Media Group in the United States. Now there is a very flexible remote job recommended for you on the promise <laughs> that normal work and vacation are not affected. You need only to work two hours a day. Sorry, pal, that's a, that's the deal I have already. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll turn that one down. Uh, I, I, guys, I'm from Galway. I found out going with somebody uh, from Dublin hard, he was a tool and only carried about a two kilometre radius in Dublin city centre. Okay, of well, course, that's him there. That's me, that's uh, him, um, that's I'm, all dubs. Well, actually, Cork. The no, Republic of no, Cork. No, it's not. It's, it's feckin' Southsiders. That's what it is. <laughs> no way. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, Southside no. Dublin people are just, they won't, like, they think, I live in the, I live in the North Side, and like Southsiders things, I live in the projects that, you know, uh, drive-by shootings happen all the time. Okay, I'm going to have to ask or, you, uh, yeah. where in the North Side, Sean, because come on. I'm not going to give my specific exactly. address. But, uh, it's uh, bloody Malahide house, I'd say. No, it's it? not Malahide house. No. <laughs> it's see, the doggy of the North Side. You see, yes. I, I hate to agree with you, but it's true because I'm obviously a proud North Side bird who had defected over to the South Side. But I, I still find it hard after all this time because they are a different species mm. and they really don't see outside of the bubble. And I know my kids live in this bubble. We were talking earlier yeah, and it yeah. was like, going, you know, my eldest son, he's a jock, cliche jock. You know, he he's a prop. Mm. He's the number one and he walks around grunting at everybody. And he just <laughs> and he's doing his leaving now. And, and as I said earlier, if he doesn't get into UCD, it'll be like an, a crying shame. Like, I don't see how he's going to at this stage because the old study... Uh, routine hasn't yes, really well, you uh, never know. <laughs> but, but he is a he is a cliche and he is in that bubble and he's not really aware of the rest of the world and it's 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 actually pitiful. Yeah. yeah. Now I mean I was uh, people from Malahide and Hoth and Clontarf <laughs> uh, and I'm not from I don't live in Clontarf either. They 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 don't tend to leave those areas. They kind of... <laughs> yep, they're lovely. They Why back. would you? They're lovely. Yeah. And you're going to live local waiting for your parents to knock off so you can return the house. <laughs> so true. Uh, anyway, next question is, I want to uh, skip Christmas this year, uh, but I know my family will go mad. I've had a mental year in work and I would love to go on a long sun, long sun holiday for two weeks over Christmas. I come from a small family. It's just my mum and dad and my younger brother. If I don't go home for Christmas, mm. it will be just the three of them. And I know it won't feel the same. My mom loves Christmas and always says she would hate for any of her children not to be at the dinner table on Christmas Day. But this year, I just want a break from it all. I love my family, love Christmas and love being uh, uh, being here, there. It says being him. I don't know what that means. But this year, <laughs> I just want to take a break from it all and come back next year. Am I being selfish? Yes. Oh. Now, yeah. I... Totally get what they have. I've had a horrific year and I just wish I could just go to bed and actually not get out of the bed for a week. I, I just need a break. Um, but unfortunately, when you have a tiny family, different if it was a big family, you could kind of slip away. They wouldn't really notice. You've got a small family. Unfortunately, life is short and time is short. And as you get older experiences get shorter and like your parents and your family, they don't necessarily want gifts. All they want is time. And there there will probably be a time when you don't have your parents to go and have Christmas dinner with. Yeah. And I think you would be mad to skip this. 
if you, if needs be, you definitely need a holiday and I get it, life is stressful. Take a little break afterwards or take a little break beforehand. Yeah. But don't miss the Christmas day. I just think it's, it's, if it's, if it's a really important thing for your mother, you'll kick yourself if God forbid anything happens in a few years and go, you know what? I was an Egypt. Mm-hmm. I was just being a bit selfish because time is precious. And that's my very serious point, Sophie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. am moved. Um, yeah. nearly to tears oh. I will say go on your holiday oh! do it um, the, well my point I guess is that why does Christmas have to be like tied to the 25th of December say because it kind of is on the 25th <laughs> no, of December yeah, no, 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 I, I, no. I, I know that's like Nazism by some people but it <laughs> just is <laughs> um, I honestly think he says to the family I'm going on a trip <gasps> this year I've got a great, wait for it, price. An Irish mammy can respect a bargain. I've got a great price. Can we celebrate Christmas a few days beforehand? Let's have no. a big... They'd be heartbroken. She'd be heartbroken. It's not the same because, uh, uh, you know... Okay, okay, I, I do realise... Won't, won't be able to be there because they probably have jobs too. I'm so. at a very specific point in my life where I have got... It just... I am kind of covered in children at all times. My kids are small. <laughs> and if my children came to me and said they were going to skip Christmas... It's, it would be a tremendous relief. I would stay in bed. It'd be fantastic. Oh, but maybe yeah. I'm coming at this from a totally I think different. You're, I think you're you're looking viewpoint. at it as a slightly different perspective. Yeah. I'm just, I just think that having seen, oh, listen, just life is hard for everybody. Have you never missed Christmas with your family? We missed the first COVID Christmas. And that's the whole in the whole of your life. You've yeah, really, yeah, no, and 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 I would have been a bit of a wild one back in the day, mm. but I would always respect my my mum and kind of being there, and and it's always mad, like like older people, like I'm always still bamboozled at the fact that my mother-in-law. She's an amazing woman, very lucky. She's 84, but she still insists on doing her shop on a Saturday. Oh my God, it's really busy. You have all week to go shopping. It was like, why would you leave your food shop till a Saturday? But the thing is, ritual and um, and times and dates, and they mean so much more to older people. And she always did her shopping on a Saturday and she always will do her shopping on a Saturday. Mm. So... You know, I couldn't then go, no, Moira, you know what you need to do. Yeah, you need to go yeah. for your shop on a Wednesday when it's quieter. Her head would explode. This is so, interesting. So, like, I'd say I've missed 10 of the last 20, like through not like living in Ireland. And you see, I could never, I could, ne- I always thought when I was younger, I'll go here, go there. And I had when I was younger and I would have been more high profile. I would have had some opportunities to go over to the UK. Couldn't think, dream of leaving mm. my mum. It just, I, I thought about it mm. and then I nearly went to Australia and I told everybody and every time I told everybody I started crying and then I said, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. All righty then. No shade to your mum, but like my mum was really, was always really good about it. As in like she was my like, mom, you're out there, you're doing cool stuff. Sophie, don't honestly, it. my mother would have never, she was the kind of person who would never put pressure on you. Yeah. But I just knew that it just meant so much to her. So Aww. I just wouldn't. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't do it to her. So, um, like, la- actually, the la- the only, the first Christmas that we missed in a long time was, um, or the 
possibly the only Christmas I missed with my mum was last last Christmas because she went to her husband's family and mm. that was the first time that they weren't with us. Yeah. So, Gosh. yeah. Uh, one texter says, go on a holiday after Christmas. Yeah. I go away on Stephen's Day every every year for a week. Oh, lovely. Which sounds lovely. Uh, go. You can't live your life with the fear of someday your parents won't be there for Christmas. <gasps> People said that to me when I was going to Australia. And that's all, all we have. We don't know if the parents are still alive or not. Uh, um, you know, uh, could have ended disastrously. Uh, just because someone, even your mother, says that they would hate if someone did or didn't do something does not mean you can't do it. However, Amanda is convincing. Head off on Stephen's Day. <laughs> on another note, celebrating Christmas at uh, another time means having the stress or whatever it is you're trying to avoid at another time. Uh, that's true, but they sound mm, like a small true. family, so it's probably not that Christmas. Uh, okay, Christmas. Oh yeah, I just invented a new word. <laughs> uh, I hate Christmas Day. I would give anything to totally change things. Go away to a cottage in the west, and I don't like turkey. Christmas is a real pain Jeez. in the neck to a lot of people. If you want to do Christmas, fine. Just don't force others to join you, says John in Cork. Grinch. This person was talking about their own family, John. <laughs> They're not going to force you to come. Uh, uh, you're, you're safe. Everything's fine. Uh, I've been married for 45 years and for that time, I've always slept in the same bed as my husband, apart from when we have fights, of course. Since I've retired, I want to, uh, to prioritise my personal space and I'd uh, love to move into my own bedroom at home. I spoke to my husband about this a few weeks ago and he was horrified when I told him that I not only wanted to sleep in separate beds but also separate rooms. He asked me if I was still in love with him, to which I replied, yes, this has nothing to do with that. I read at night, I like to sleep in later, I don't like to be interrupted in the middle of the night. I think my husband is overthinking this. What does your panel think? Go on, Sophie. I would give anything to have a bedroom in my house I could move into. I hate sharing. I hate it. Yeah. I it's my husband is a very I would say pernickety sleeper. So like if I come into the room after he's gone to sleep, like if I've been out or something and like I so much as blink heavily. He's in the bed. <laughs> All hey immediately unsettled yeah. and like we're very incompatible because I am like a dead person when I sleep and uh, oh, he's a, a very light yeah. sleeper very very as I said pernickety can be quite aggressive oh. if I'm for example eating my golden crisp too loudly in the bed while I read and have my cup of tea <laughs> ah, Sophie I, uh, that's yeah. goading him <laughs> <laughs> and we couldn't be uh, more like not on the same page I want blind open window oh. Oh my open. God, that sounds I'm horrific. an animal. He wants yeah. blind down window fastened shut so I can be hot boxed in with his like, you know, mouth breathing. Um, and obviously I snore. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, it's... You're sounding like such a cat. I know. Yeah, you are, know. yeah. Like what I'm trying to do is like haze him so that he will leave. Oh, do you gosh. know? No, down to the living room or down to wherever. Oh, right, can, okay. Yeah, or to yeah. The kids okay. Room, All right. You know. Yeah. I have to say, I'm very, very lucky. I have my own bedroom, and I've always slept. Ah. I've always slept in my own room, um, and every night I get into my bed with my own. I have these kind of fleecy sheets, and I have an electric blanket. And my husband is the exact opposite to me. He's a bit like you. He has like lights on, things charging, noise going off. Um, <laughs> He snores, he he goes around, but I literally get into my bed and I have the heat on and I have my fluffy PJs and I thank my angels and I thank the universe yeah. and I go, I know I'm so lucky right now. And I get into my bed and I love it. And I have to say, it's really, 
helped a relationship mm. survive yeah. because yeah. I don't have to deal with being stressed by him. Now, sometimes I can actually hear him across uh, the hallway, which is very annoying, but I actually put in earplugs earblo- ear as well and I have an eye mask. I'm like, I'm like in a hazmat suit going to bed and, I, and it's just lovely. And I, I think whatever about a separate bed, I think also if you have the luxury, a separate bathroom is a key to um, actually respecting your partner. Okay, that uh, too. <laughs> so mean, we're all in return, favour of this one. He, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. To return yeah. to her issue about is the husband overthinking? I mean, I think it is kind of nice that he actually really cares. Yeah, oh no, of course. It? Yeah, of but, course. But he also needs to respect that the woman possibly needs some sleep. And I just think, just go really softly, softly with him because yeah. to change a habit after 45 years, that's huge. Yeah. Maybe he'd feel more comfortable if they like put some conjugal visits on the calendar for like that's, the fourth see, That's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I suppose what changes now is they have to kind of have dates and that mm-hmm. makes it a bit more exciting. I think that's fabulous. Your yeah. place or mine, all that kind of stuff. Oh, always yeah. his place. So then always you can- is. <laughs> always is. Always. Okay. Uh, 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 good tip there. Uh, someone says, I'm dating an Italian girl. At the start, she thought I was very funny and charming. But as her English improves, I'm worried she'll realise I'm just an idiot with a strong culty accent. Uh, she'll probably... <laughs> Find that charming as well. And someone else says, uh, please help. I'm a Southsider uh, living in Mayo. God help me. (laughs) (laughs) No more than you deserve. Uh, Amanda and Sophie, thank you both very much. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.